Hello, hello. Welcome back to Retrieving Sanity with your host, Liam Crow. Today, my friends, I just want to list and talk about some of the weirder addictions that are out there. Now, I'm a firm believer that everyone has at least one addiction. If you think I'm wrong, why is your smartphone always with you? Huh? Huh? Okay, that one's fairly obvious. Nowadays, if you don't have your smartphone, you're basically useless. Just a little bit, you know? Say you can't find a map of wherever it is you are and where you need to go. Or maybe it's just simply calling someone that you had an appointment with and now you can't make it because your car ran out of gas because you were chasing Bigfoot, right? So no one's going to believe you and you don't even have a camera. You were relying on your smartphone, right? So some of these addictions are, well, again, strange and some of them are relatable, I'll say. And there's just a couple on this list that, yeah, just makes me go, hmm, just like how someone can be allergic to anything, I guess you can have an addiction to anything. So, without further ado, let's go ahead and look at this one. Now, this might be one of the more familiar ones, if you will, and that would be addiction to inanimate objects. So, yeah, it's literally an addiction to have certain things around you at all times. Now, this is kind of strange because what does that object do? Well, it could be anything, right? So it could be the most useless, like, giant paperclip, or it could be something as in, again, your smartphone. Now, whenever someone doesn't have their addiction, whenever someone doesn't have their fix, it's rather difficult to kind of, you know, uh, push through, if you will. Now, an addiction with inanimate objects. We're sitting here and thinking something like a doll from whenever you were, like, two years old. Uh, your favorite blankie, you know, it's just one of those things that you don't need necessarily, but without it, you feel kind of lost. And that's kind of how addiction really works, right? You don't have it, and suddenly you're depressed, anxious, irritable, discontent, just not fun, and puts you in a bad space. Now, Here's one that shocked me just a little bit, and that is the addiction to air. Whenever I first read that, I was like, you mean breathing? No, not quite. Here. Google's Bard has helped me compile the list, and it has told me about addiction to air. Now... It is a rare condition called auto-brewery syndrome. 
in which people produce alcohol in their gut. Now, some people become addicted to this alcohol, and they will actually increase their water intake so that they may produce more alcohol from themselves for themselves. I mean, like, if you're going to be addicted to alcohol, why not make your own, right? That would have been bad, bad for me. No fun. Anyways, now, that one would be kind of difficult, right? And I remember reading years ago, some guy got fired from his job because he was blowing into a breathalyzer and it was reading something. And so everyone thought that he went in to work drunk or started drinking once he got there. Well, lo and behold, this guy actually had auto brewery syndrome. And so he got fired. And now it's also not his fault. It's kind of weird. And it was also kind of brought on by, I think it was him eating like noodles or bread, something like that, some kind of carbohydrate. Anyways, it's that's one of the ones that is going to be a little bit more, how would I say, um, <laughs> harder to step away from. I mean, think of it. Whenever you have to go to the liquor store or convenience store, wherever you get your booze, you have to, well, just go and get it. Like, physically, just go and get it. Or, nowadays, DoorDash it to you. But, whenever we want to stop that, we can just avoid those places, maybe people, maybe things, but imagine if you're addicted to alcohol and your body is just constantly producing alcohol. How the heck would you get out of that one? I don't even know, but that is something to kind of question because whew, that's going to be a hefty order in a whole lot of nope for me because you've been there done that so here's one that some of y'all might really resonate with or you know someone that has this and it is the addiction to pain so whenever I say addiction to pain what comes to mind like stubbing your toe on the coffee table, right? Uh, burning your hand on the stove. Like, yeah, those hurt. But some people actually enjoy it. And then here's where this one kind of gets tricky. If you've ever heard of someone saying needle therapy, they're usually not talking about the, well, they're not talking about IV drugs. What they're talking about is piercings and tattoos. 
And some people do actually get addicted to this. And for obvious reasons, it actually can increase a whole bunch of endorphins in your own body as you're subjected to this pain. And so it's also a cathartic release because one of the things that really just takes it off is you get a little bit of, like, again, like, endorphins. We love endorphins, whether you know it or not. And this needle therapy, this tattoos and piercings, see, those are artistic, right? Or hopefully they should be. They should be something to make one stand out from everyone else, right? Well, this addiction to pain is more or less, how should I say, not constructive, not artistic. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I've seen some weird injuries, and I like needle therapy because, I mean, I got piercings, tattoos, whatever. And so that one is going to be some people that you know, but on a different spectrum, if you will. So I have one more that I just want to touch on because this one was a little surprising, but not entirely. So this one is addiction to plastic. Yeah, addiction to plastic. How does that work? I'm not entirely sure, to be honest. So addiction to plastic. Some people eat it, may chew on it, or swallow it whole. And the thing is, <laughs> our bodies are not meant to break down plastics. This polyresin, whatever, is not something that we can process. Maybe some people can. I know, well, okay, I don't know, but I'm fairly certain that I cannot ingest plastic and come out on the other side saying, well, that was fun, right? So whenever some people are addicted to plastic, think of the person that you know, or it might be you, that will just sit there and chew on a drinking straw, right? Like, I'm pretty sure everyone has done that, maybe a little bit, but then you always have those people that you're kind of going like, how is that even a straw anymore? Because it looks so flat, nothing will get through it. Well, I mean, to each their own, and technically, for the most part, you don't need a straw to really drink something, but it helps if you're getting, like, a really big drink and got a lot of ice, right? But some people actually swallow the plastic. What this means is it's just what it is. They swallow plastic. Now... Remember how I said our bodies are not meant 
to or they're not properly equipped to digest plastic. So we're sitting here and people are going to be constipated. They're going to be in pain in their abdomen and digestive tracts and they're just going to, well, I mean, not make their own doom, but kind of, sort of. And one of the things about addiction to any of these is that there's somewhat a common day occurrence, right? And so you wouldn't really think that some of these were or could be addictions, but that's kind of the thing. Addiction doesn't care who you are. It doesn't care what it is that you are addicted to. It just doesn't care. Addiction hits everyone one way or another. And the thing with booze and drugs is, well, those were unhealthy addictions. They were uh, delinquent habits, if you will. And all these other things that just seem like day-to-day -day stuff. If you're wanting to see someone and find out what they're addicted to, just pay attention to what they don't have whenever they start to get anxious or jittery, just something, right? So maybe you're addicted to something that you don't even know. I can't say. All I know is that I have an addictive personality. It's just what it is, and I've learned how to live with it. Now, that doesn't mean that I'm cured or anything like this, but it is a good step in the right direction. So, for now, my friends, I'm going to leave this here. And if you're listening to this in the past, present, or future, just go ahead and leave me a comment of what you think you might be addicted to. Until next time, shlan!